David, if you'll pardon me, I'll just read the one paragraph that I think gets to the very essence of your argument. 2020. Maybe uh, you can uh, uh, you can continue from there. Uh, you write, if a prosecutor believes that he can prove Trump knew his claims were false and then engineered a series of schemes to cajole, coerce, deceive, and defraud in order to preserve his place in the White House, it would be a travesty of justice not to file charges. So this all goes to Trump's state of mind. If he uh, really did know that it was false that he had won the election, then what you're saying is that uh, Jack Smith had no choice but to bring these charges. Right, exactly. So, you know, if you look at these crimes, uh, they're all crimes that require a, a, a kind of criminal intent. That if you read closely, they'll require that uh, actions that are prohibited be done corruptly for them to be truly criminally prohibited. And so there is a difference between, say, trying to cajole or persuade a legislator to take a certain kind of action, even even sometimes when you're lying by trying to take that kind of action and conspiring, for example, to get uh, fake electors to cast fake votes and actually trying to do, to orchestrate a scheme where fake electors cast fraudulent votes. And so that's why the, the state of mind issue here is absolutely critically important to this case. And that's why the most important elements of the indictment are those elements that talk about all the evidence that Trump knew what he was doing was wrong. And his principal defense is almost certainly going to have to be that he didn't know what he was doing was wrong, that he thought that all those – that a bunch of dead people voted in Georgia or that he thought, truly thought, that there were more votes cast than actual voters in Pennsylvania. Like all of these things were easily – disprovable. But the, if Trump can say that he was acting and, and persuade a jury that he was acting genuinely out of some sort of genuine conviction that he had actually won this election, then it's a impossible prosecution. But if, if the prosecutor can prove beyond a reasonable doubt that he knew what he was doing, he did it anyway, and he knew it was false, that he was that it was false and fraudulent, then Trump, under current case law, is going to face real criminal jeopardy. And uh, by the way, there is one of my favorite lines in the indictments is uh, when he's speaking uh, to Mike Pence and he says, the problem with you, Mike, is you're too honest, (laughs) Um, which implies that uh, Trump has a, a different characteristic here. The 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 strange thing uh, that I have picked up today from several pretty good sources is that apparently this new attorney he has, Loro, is uh, uh, promised Trump that he is going to use this trial, which they hope will get all the publicity in the world, to prove once and for all that Trump did win the election of 2020. Yeah. That it was a stolen election and that they're going to try to see as much evidence that they can put forward about a stolen election as would be uh, admissible. And a lot of that would be admissible, wouldn't it? Right. I mean, if his defense is going to be, no, I thought the election was stolen, this was a complete— And it was stolen. 
Right. Well, I mean, that would be part of trying to demonstrate that level of conviction to the jury. That attempt makes some sense, but it's really dangerous to try to make that the centerpiece as as opposed to saying, no, really, I'm making my state of mind the centerpiece. There is a there is a subtle there is a difference between those two, because if you try to say that the actual centerpiece is that no, really, ten thousand dead people voted in Georgia. Um, you're in real trouble. But if the centerpiece is no, really, I thought at the time that ten thousand people, dead people, voted in Georgia. That's a different thing. And so, if they're going to try to go and prove, and they and they and they communicate in any way, shape, or form to the jury. That believing that you have to believe the election was stolen to to vote to acquit Trump, he's in a world of hurt. But if you can persuade the jury, which is I think the more accurate, <laughs> the more accurate thing, that all we have to do is show that the pr- prosecution hasn't proven beyond a reasonable doubt that he was lying, that's a that's an easier load for a defense attorney to carry. So that's pretty puzzling, although it's absolutely the case that showing what that Trump had actual convictions that he'd lost is key to the defense. But that's well, not I the can't thing. imagine, David, I, knowing a little bit about Donald Trump now after yeah. the years that he's been prominent, I cannot imagine that he will go before a jury um, having his uh, his representatives declare that no he actually did lose the election in other words if if they are asking witnesses if this becomes an issue uh for trump to admit publicly that he has in fact been lying all this time or he's in fact been wrong all this time and that he lost the election by seven million votes and it wasn't even that close uh can you imagine him making that concession before the whole world no, it's it's almost impossible to imagine him making that concession. The problem comes that if he's going to take the stand, he's going to be subject to cross-examination. And that's where, you know, when you see Trump make his confident declarations about this or that, he is, A, not under oath, and B, not under cross-examination. Sean Hannity is not cross-examining Trump when he does those town halls. <laughs> So this is a very different thing than just kind of grandstanding on Fox, right? So he has his own dilemmas here, but nobody should say that this case is as clean or cut and dried as the Mar-a-Lago documents case. Uh, Well, that's, that's the other story. Which one is going to go first, do you think? Well, you know, that's a great question. The Mar-a-Lago case is scheduled. This is a much more complicated case. And so the there's, while it doesn't have the complications of dealing with the classified information, it's going to be a longer trial with a lot more witnesses, and I'm not confident it will happen before the election, to be honest. Should it be televised? <laughs> it, I would think so, but it probably won't be. We will be right back. David French, Godspeed to you. We will be right